0: Welcome to David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. You are about to get a glimpse behind the curtain of David's massively successful income acceleration principles as he shows you how to approach your business with innovative growth strategies that are grounded in accurate thinking and result in high end sales. And here is the man himself, David Nagel. So, if you think about the idea of You know, if my viewpoint really was to become, if my number one value was going to be how I can, what would literally change in your life? When you get off this call, when you're done listening to this, I want you to think about this. What would you do? I want you to sit down, go someplace alone, get out your journal or get out your writing pad, whatever it is, don't let anybody disturb you, and begin to think about this. If you could do anything because you changed your viewpoint to how I can, what would you allow yourself to do? Now, I'm not saying what would you accomplish, what would you do, what would you change. I'm saying what would you allow yourself to do. I'm using the word allow, and I'm saying that for a reason, because when you come from the viewpoint of why I can't, you have to realize you're not allowing yourself to live the life that you were designed to live. You're not allowing yourself. Everybody has the ability. The potential is there and the same for every person. What would change in your life if you allowed yourself to come from why I can't? And you should not just do this with money. Do this with every area of your life. Why I can, or how I can, instead of why I can't. How I can, instead of why I can't. Now I want you to think about this. There is a great little sentence here, a little paragraph that I want to read you, from one of my favorite authors, Raymond Hollywell, who wrote Working with the Law, which I think is a fantastic book. He basically says this, expectation is a powerful, attractive force. Never expect a thing that you do not want and never desire a thing that you do not expect. Let me read that again. Expectation is a powerful, attractive force. Never expect a thing that you do not want and never desire a thing that you do not expect. Now, why is he saying this? Because expectation will always, always make whatever it is that you expect or desire to show up in your life. Now, it goes beyond desire expectation is beyond desire it's really when you set desire into motion everything that shows up in your life if you trace it back and you're honest about it enough you expected it to happen at some level even the most bizarre things that could possibly happen sometimes people will say this tragedy happened in my life It came out of nowhere. I never expected something like this to happen. That's bullshit. That's complete crap. If you look back at your language, at your viewpoint, the things that you say, the things that you worry about, you'll find that you darn well do expect something like that to happen. And what's good to know about it is, now here's the thing. For anybody that's on there that's listening to this right now, I'm in no way trying to offend you if you've had that happen in your life and you have not accepted your piece of responsibility for it yet. So if you're going to get upset or if you're getting upset right now, bring it inward. Don't direct it at me because I couldn't upset something in you that wasn't true. If it was totally not true, you wouldn't be upset. So think about it like that, right? I'm not purposefully trying to offend anybody here. What I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to get you to think because these are the things that set you free. And yes, it's true. Sometimes when you first look at them, they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable. We don't like to believe that we have that much power. You know, it's really great to say, you know, I've got enough power in me, in who I am, in what God created me to be, to do anything in my life except bring in the things that I haven't liked to experience right? That's kind of a cop-out. You don't get it both ways. You don't get it both ways. It's about understanding how we have created in our life everything that we've created so that once we become conscious to that, we can then begin creating the things that we really do want. Now, again, expectation is a powerful, attractive force. Never expect a thing that you do not want. And never desire a thing that you do not expect, okay? So it is really putting into place the idea that if we really want to do something, if we really want to accomplish something, where does it show up in our expectation? Because if we have a value conflict, you will not move to expectation. You will actually move to expectation in a different direction. Expectation will follow your values. Expectation will follow your values. You want to write that down. So, in other words, if we are saying to ourselves, we want to win, we write out a goal sheet, we put timelines on it, we set new standards for ourselves, we're really going after something big. And Then all of a sudden, I'll tell you what happens a lot in my industry is that a person will run into the exact coach for them. The coach will tell them how much it costs to coach with them and they will then say, I don't have the money. I can't do it. It's not the right time. In other words, they're expecting not to actually do it. See, the thing is, is that Once you set the direction for yourself, everything that you need shows up for the fulfillment of that direction. If you expect it to happen, you'll meet everything that shows up, right? So we have to look at it like this. Let's say your next level shows up for you. Your next level shows up with two things. We have to remember this. There's two identifiers that show up in your next level. Number one, It is going to give you the direction that you need to go next. It's going to help you get to the next step of your own evolution. Number two, it's going to cause you to grow out of what is holding you back up to where you are now. And for most people, believe it or not, one of the first things, one of the first challenges that show up is money. Because money is a foundation that touches everything. And we can't get to the next varying levels that we need to get to until we start to master the money. We have to be able to master the money. If we can't master the fundamentals of what's going on in our life, there's no way we can get to the next level. So if something shows up, like I'll just tell you from my perspective, when I offer coaching to someone, I have various different levels that a person can coach with me at. And at the upper levels, It's a lot of money. It goes a hundred thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand, and then a million and above, depending on who the person is, what they want, and what we want the outcome to be. Now, if the person says automatically, they say, I can't afford that. I can't, I can't do that. What they're doing in that moment is they're choosing to look at why they can't versus how they can. Here's the cool thing about this. You have to remember something. I was in the same place that all of you are right now at one time. I had to go through the same value conflicts. I had to make choices. I had to break through the same things that you're having to break through at this very moment. So when we say I can't afford something, I can't afford something is coming out of what we believe our reality to be right now, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. If the money's not in the bank, it's not in the bank. But see, if you really want to break through, you won't say, I can't do this because of what my reality dictates. You'll say, I am going to do this or here is how I can do this regardless of what my reality dictates. So then you will do whatever it takes to figure out how you can get the money in a short period of time in order to move forward on the next opportunity that is showing up. I want you to think back to when I told you this before. You may have heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it forever because people just need to understand how opportunity shows up. This comes from Think and Grow Rich. It comes from, I'll even tell you what, I think it's the very first chapter of the book. It is Chapter 1. That's where it is. It's in Chapter 1. And in my copy, it's four pages in on Chapter 1. He says, when opportunity came, he's talking about a story between Barnes and Thomas Edison. He said, when opportunity came, it appeared in a different form and from a different direction than Barnes had expected. This is one of the tricks of opportunity. and has the sly habit of slipping in the back door, and often it comes disguised in the form of misfortune or temporary defeat. Perhaps this is why so many people fail to recognize opportunity. Well, I remember when I first read this, it was like one of the biggest levels of awareness that ever opened up for me. Because I had been, you know, generally confused, like most people are, about exactly how do we know when something is coming into our life to point us in. A specific direction. I think that we have a lot of confusion when it comes to that. People will say, if it's not, you know, and like all different kinds of things. And even Napoleon Hill talks about this in the chapter under superstition in the book Think and Grow Rich. He said people have to give up superstitious ideas. And one of them is that it doesn't become apparently obvious as to what the next level is. Some people will say, Well, God just doesn't want me to do it. And Obviously, they're not thinking. They've heard somebody else say that in their life. And it becomes the very perfect excuse as to why we should not move forward in our own life. Well, God doesn't want me to do it. Well, if we're thinking at all, we'll realize that, you know, God is not going to stop you from spending a specific amount of money or taking a program or doing that while he allowed 6 million Jews to die in the Holocaust, while he allowed 2 million people to die under Pol Pot while 40 to 60 million people died under Stalin. I mean, and all that happened and all the horrific things that went with it. That was okay, but, you know, he's going to stop you from taking that program or buying a little red car or getting a new pair of shoes or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's just ridiculous on how we come up with stuff like that and then justify it in our own life. So we really have to realize what the heck is actually going on here when something like this begins to happen. Here seems like the perfect opportunity but it's just out of my reach. Well, if we understand the laws of the universe, we'll begin to understand that that's not accurate at all. Every opportunity that shows up that appears to be just out of reach or appears to be an opportunity that you just can't do or appears to be a time problem, a money problem, a relationship problem, actually comes with the way for you to actually do it. All of the reasons that you see that you can't do it are just illusions. Now, they may be very real in your life. You might say to me, but David, I don't have the money in the bank. Or David, my spouse is going to throw a fit if I do this. Or David, I just have so many things on my plate, I don't understand where I'm going to find the time to do all of this. That's when we have to look at ourselves and say, when does anybody else find the time, deal with the relationship problem, find the money? When does it happen for anybody else and what's going to change that in your life? So what I'm getting at here is that it becomes a clear indication that there's a value conflict in the way. There's a value conflict in the way. That's it for this episode of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. Looking to calibrate your money mindset for maximum prosperity? Visit www.DavidNagel.com today and discover what you can do right now to accelerate your income. We trust you enjoyed this edition of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. And until next time, just believe.